Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited for this episode. We are going to talk all things money. So last week, we talked about spirituality. This week, we're hitting another taboo topic. We're talking money. I recently hit a financial goal that has been in the works for a very long time, and I want to talk about why I think I finally hit it, and I hit it much sooner than I calculated when I set the goal at the beginning of the year. So I want to talk about money mindset as well as practical tips I did take in order to hit this financial goal. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and we are talking all things money this week. So let's get started. First, I want to share something I'm grateful for. And today it's going to be repairmen. If you're someone that makes like service calls, I fucking appreciate you. I appreciate you so much because our internet has been sketchy lately. We have not been able to like use our computers at the capacity that we need to. I honestly think it's why last week's audio was a bit uh, not as good as it usually is. So I apologize for that. I'm making sure that this mic, yeah, that this mic is really close to my mouth. I want to make sure the quality is great because usually the quality is superb with the recording system I use. But I think that because the internet wasn't working as well as it normally does, which we didn't realize, uh, the audio quality wasn't as good. But someone came today, literally in the nick of time, for me to record this for y'all and have it released on time <laughs> and fix the internet as of now, knock on wood. That's me knocking on wood. So fingers crossed guys that it worked, but I appreciate y'all. I know it's probably not the easiest job. You get people that are frustrated. So thank you to those who help fix things for people. It really does mean the world. Now, what is something that I am currently loving? So I have started to have bulletproof coffee in the morning again. I used to do this a really long time ago. And I just recently listened to the book by Dave Asprey, um, his first book, The Bulletproof Method, I think is what it's called. And there's certain things I really enjoyed about the book. There's certain things I'm really not sure about. I'm debating whether or not I want to try his two-week program just to see how I respond to it because it's so different than what I've done in the past. But one thing I have done is added bulletproof coffee to my routine, which is essentially you have some some nutritional additions to your coffee in the morning. And I don't know about you, but I'm not someone, especially since I start work pretty early, I don't really want to eat right away, but I do want my coffee right away. So essentially in this coffee, what you do is you will add 
um, a, a fat source. So it depends on your goal and like what you want to do. Some people do butter. Some people do ghee. Some people do coconut oil. I have been using coconut oil. Um, when I'm done with phase one of the 75 hard, I am going to try ghee because it is dairy, but it's um, processed in a way that it doesn't contain lactose, which I think is what I really have a problem with. So I want to give it a shot because I have used ghee in the past and I really liked it. And then I add collagen peptide, which adds protein. It's really good for your hair, your skin, your nails, your joints. And it's fun because when you mix it all up with like a little immersion blender, it basically becomes this like latte. It has a little foam. It's a great way to start the day. It keeps me full for several hours. And I have noticed that I've had more mental clarity in the morning. When I've been starting my days with this, I don't feel as like brain fog and my sleep has not changed a lot. So I'm going to keep doing this and I will report back to y'all on if I like it. But now let's dive into today's episode. First, we're going to take a quick drink break. So if you have a water, take a sip of water, will you? All right. You know, it's just important we stay hydrated. So (laughs) I always like to put those reminders in. But we are talking all things money today. And money is a topic that is taboo for so many people. But I want to talk about it because it's also so incredibly important. And why do I want to talk about it? I want to talk about it today because I recently hit a financial goal that has been something I've wanted to reach and have been desiring to reach for honestly a really long time. But I really sat down at the beginning of the year and was like, this is the year that this goal is fucking happening. And that is being consumer debt free. So what do I mean by consumer debt free? I mean, if you look at like credit cards or cars or maybe like medical debt or things that aren't a mortgage or student loan, having that all go away. And I've talked a little bit about money on the podcast before, but basically my story is I just like didn't know what the fuck I was doing in college and I made some money mistakes. And in the grand scheme of things, other than my massive amount of student loans, um, I feel like I wasn't terrible with money, but I definitely did not treat it respectfully. And I definitely had a horrible mindset around money and very much a scarcity mindset around money. But I also didn't utilize uh, the resources I had very well. So with that being said, I had a little bit of credit card debt. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't that bad, but like I didn't like it. And just with interest rates, it was really hard to get ahead like during the pandemic and stuff. So a little bit of credit card debt, my car died unexpectedly on me when I was working at Michigan and uh, my grandparents like basically bought me a car and were like, Oh, pay it back when you can. We want you to focus on like your credit card first and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, I had like one medical bill that wasn't huge. And again, the provider was like, Hey, focus on these things first and then pay it. And so my goal though was by the end of the year, all this is going to be gone because I want to be able to attack my student loans slash really have a very solid emergency fund. So I've talked in the past where I, I'm i not a Dave Ramsey follower anymore, but I do like certain principles that he teaches. One of them being live below your means. Another one being have at least a small emergency fund before you attack debt because you need to have a little bit of a cushion. You know, I read this statistic that I think it's like most Americans well over 50%, I don't remember the percentage, but well over 50% of Americans cannot afford a $400 emergency. And that kind of breaks my heart. But I understand, like, especially right now, from my understanding, we're in a recession. Like, inflation is through the roof. I mean, just look at gas prices here in Arizona. It's $4.99. That is 
fucking wild, people, wild. So it's like a weird time right now, right? And a lot of people are feeling the pressure, which is one reason why I wanted to talk about money. And I think it's important, though, to have a good relationship with money and to look at money in a way that isn't as polarizing, okay? But I know it can be a polarizing topic, which is why I wanted to talk about it. So my goal was to be able to pay all these things off. And I decided, okay, first I'm going to make sure I have at least $1,000 set aside. And I know, guys, that is not that much money. Like it is, but it isn't, okay? For some people, $1,000 is a lot of money. But in the grand scheme of things, like ideally you want to have a savings and like an abundance fund or whatever you want to call it that's much larger than a thousand. But if you are looking to pay down debt, I do think it's important to at least have like a thousand dollars aside to make sure that you can cover like small emergencies, right? Ideally, you want to have three to six months of living expenses. And that is now my goal. <laughs> now that I've hit one goal, that is now my next goal is to get that three to six months, build up those savings, and then attack other things when it comes to money. But the first thing I think we need to do when we're looking at our money story, when we're looking at, you know, the state of our finances is to realize something that is key and that a lot, a lot of people do not live by. And that is money is neutral. Money is not good. Money is not bad. Money is neutral. Money is not a person. It is just a thing that we use to buy goods and services. And money is just a tool right? Like I said, it's just something we use. It is not, it is not this like evil being. And I think a lot of times people put such negative or potentially like positive as in making it like their God, um, mindset and energy around money. And that's, that's not the vibe, my friends. And I am someone who used to have such a scarcity mindset around money that it was crazy. And that is one thing I love about Kyle. He has, in my opinion, a pretty damn good money mindset. And he has definitely helped me with this a lot. And the first key is to realize that money is neutral. We are the ones that assign the good or bad connotation to money. Like money is not good. Money is not bad. Money is just a tool. And in my opinion, and I don't remember who originally said this, but I heard this years ago, that money is just a magnifier. Money makes you more of who you are. So if you're a really good person and you end up with a million dollars, you're probably going to do pretty good things with that million dollars, right? And that doesn't even mean that every single penny goes to charity, but I really believe that money just brings out more of who you actually are. And so then if you're also kind of like a shitty person, you might not use this tool that you have in the best way, right? Just like power. Power is not inherently bad, right? Power in theory is not inherently bad. Responsibility, leadership is not inherently bad. But that doesn't mean there aren't good or bad leaders, good or bad people in power. I don't want to say good or bad people, but you know what I mean. Um, it's really just a tool. It's an asset. And when we can realize that we are able to use it to better ourselves and better our lives, it's powerful. And also, once we realize that money is abundant, there is literally always enough for everyone. And I know that a lot of people are like, Erica, you just talked about how we're in a recession. So many people are struggling with inflation. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I think what we need to do is look at the story that you have been telling yourself around money. Okay, look at your money story. That is the first way 
that I think you can make a step towards changing your financial situation. Whether you're already in a pretty good situation, but you want to increase your abundance, whether you're like, I don't even like to look at my finances because they scare the shit out of me, no matter what it is, I think it's important to look at the story that you've been telling yourself, whether consciously or subconsciously. So let me use myself for an example, right? Here are some things that I've told myself in the past. I wouldn't say that I have this as much anymore. I would I would be lying to say it's 100% gone. It's not 100% gone, but it's it's pretty damn close, okay? So the first really, really common story I hear with myself, with others, is that you have to work really hard to make money. It is so hard to make money. That's not necessarily true. That is just a story, okay? Second, only a few people can be really successful. Like success is limited. Money, financial success is limited. That's not true either. Or I'm not good with money. This is something I have told myself for literally years. I'm not good with money. I'm not good with money. Or I will never have enough. I'm always going to be behind on my bills. I'm never going to have a good savings account. What is retirement? Or I don't deserve the lifestyle that money could bring. These are all super fucking common money stories that maybe you don't even realize you're telling yourself, but you very well may be. If you're someone that struggles with your financial position, I would look at what are the stories you're telling yourself and how can you change them, right? You want to start incorporating a new story. And the first step to that is to first identify what is your money story? So if you're like, Erica, I have no fucking clue. Okay, well, let's put ourselves in a couple situations where money is involved. When you go to pay, let's say your rent or your mortgage, how do you feel? Are you like, oh, fuck, there goes, I don't know, $1,000. Who knows? There goes $1,000 and you just have this like pit in your stomach and you're like, oh, there goes all my money. If that's your mindset, that's pretty negative, right? Versus if you go, wow, I'm so grateful that I have more than enough to make this happen. This is just, this is just part of my routine. This isn't really making a dent. Even if it is, when you tell yourself that, there are many ways that you can, um, that you can change your money story. Another example would be, say you're at a restaurant and you're about to tip someone. What's that look like for you? Do you have a ton of anxiety about, oh, I can't afford a good tip or, oh, I'm going to be stingy. Like I'm going to give them 10% only. Like, what does that look like for you versus can you be a little more abundant? And are you able to realize that that money is just an energy transfer and that that money is going to come back to you? And I think that the mindset we have behind money is really, really important. So how do we change your money story? So like I said, identify the limiting beliefs that you have around money. When you hear yourself to think or say something, it's really important to replace it with a new thought. So here are some money affirmations that I say or I think when I'm in those situations, right? So a really good money affirmation is money comes easily to me. Money comes easily to me. I don't worry about paying my rent because money comes easily to me. Yeah, of course, I'm going to tip that waitress 25%. She had excellent service. I know she works her ass off. It was happy hour. It was busy time. Money comes easily to me. I know this will come back to me, so I'm going to bless her with it. One of my goals is to be the, that person that like goes on a date night and tips the bill. 
I'm not quite there yet, but I want to do that because I think it's a really cool thing to do. Another money affirmation or new money story is I always have more than enough. You don't want to say I always have enough. Of course, that would be great, but you want to have more than enough. I have more than enough to buy these groceries or yeah, gas is $4.99, which is insane, but I have more than enough. It's okay. I'm going to be able to get to work. I'm going to be able to do my thing. I have more than enough. Another one is I am financially smart and abundant. Maybe you're looking at your accounts and you're like, I don't even know what to do with this, but you know what? I am financially smart and abundant. I know how to manage my money. Another thing is when you're thinking about what can money do for me? I am worthy of financial freedom. I am worthy of that security. I am worthy of financial abundance. These are all different money affirmations and money stories that you can tell yourself and to replace those negative mindsets, those negative thoughts, those limiting beliefs. Okay. I think it's really, really important to first start with the mindset behind how you're treating your money because it's a relationship, right? Money is a relationship. So you have to really be intentional. I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but it's really important to change your money story. And I really think that um, in my life, the fact that I was able to hit this goal recently is because I changed my money story. And I actually don't know if I even actually finished my story with that. So late last week, as of when this comes out, late last week, I basically in two days, like hit the goal where I was able to finish paying off my car, paid off one medical bill I had. And then also turned around and purchased a new laptop to grow the business, to be able to make this podcast even better, to expand the YouTube. And the fact that I hit this goal to be what I'm calling consumer debt-free, to make sure that my credit card is at a certain amount or completely paid off. Um, you know, I've heard some, I have heard some discrepancy on that. So, you know, my friend who's an accountant told me that it's actually good to have a little bit on your card, like under 15% of your credit usage. So to have a little bit of a balance, just because apparently it helps your credit score. So I'm keeping a small, small, small amount, but I still overall consider it done because I'm doing that intentionally. You know what I mean? And I pay it off every week. So this is something I'll get to a little bit down the road. But I was so overwhelmed that this goal I had set my for myself for honestly, I thought I'd hit it maybe in December. I was able to hit in early May. By mid to early May, I was able to call myself consumer debt free. And that's huge for me. I wrote down in my course, oh, we need to drink break one moment. Okay, so when I started my course, my MBA course, one of my goals was to be consumer debt free and have an emergency fund that was three to six months of expenses. And to be honest, guys, when I looked at my budget, when I looked at how much I made, how much I spend, I was like, mm, that's a little, I don't know if that's going to be done. I don't know if that's going to be doable. I knew that, especially if I was very, very intentional, I would for sure be able to get consumer debt free. And I told myself, you know what, that needs to be done by the end of the year. That needs to be done by the end of the year. And I thought that if I'm really, really intentional, I should be able to really cushion my savings more than what I have it as, as well. But the fact that I hit this goal in mid-May, the consumer debt part, the fact that it's mid-May and that's done five months into the year, that's crazy to me. 
God, I fucking love manifestation, my friends. It's so fucking cool. And a little side note to that. You guys know that I love the moon. Well, I set an intention this month regarding finances, regarding financial comfort, because that was one of the themes for the lunar cycle that we're in. And so that's what I set. And right around the time that manifestations come true just after the full moon is when it came into play. And I'm sorry, call me a woo-woo bitch, but I do not think that is a coincidence. I set this whole goal about money this month and comfort and financial comfort and financial abundance. And one of my big goals to help me achieve that by getting the burden of debt off of me was achieved. How fucking cool is that? How fucking cool is that? It makes me really emotional, to be honest. I was so emotional last week when it happened because I had been working through it for a long time. And this is why I think it finally happened. I think a big part of it was because I actually had gotten really intentional and I had changed my money around or my mindset around money. I had changed my mindset. I was like, you know what, Erica? You are abundant. You are good with money. You have more than enough. And I really started telling myself these different beliefs. And I would say that when I pay bills, when I pay rent, when I go to the grocery store and spend out the fucking ass because of inflation, I'd be like, it's fine. It's fine. And actually a really good example of this was, as you guys know, my brother came and visited me, my youngest brother, who's, uh, he actually just finished his freshman year in college. So I'm really proud of him. He came and visited me in January and, you know, I hadn't bought him a graduation gift yet. Cause I don't know, I'm a shitty sister sometimes. And I was like, you know what? I kind of owe you. Why don't I pay for you to come on out to Arizona? I'd love to spend time with you. You'll get a little vacation out of it, like over his winter break. And so, you know, I paid for his whole trip. And that was really fucking cool to be able to do that and not second guess it, to not think that, oh, this is going to be this huge burden for me. And to know, you know what? The money's going to come back to me. I don't even need to worry about it. Here's the plane ticket. You know, I got all the food. Like, all the gas because we did a lot of exploring and it didn't even matter. I was like, I'm so happy to be spending time with my brother. I'm glad I was able to bless him with this trip. Right. That was a, I think that was a big turning point for me because it was really just putting my, you know, putting like my mindset to work. Okay. So now let's look at some tips. Now that we've talked about mindset and how important it is, let's look at some tips on how you can change your money story. So the first thing I think that really, really helped out outside of mindset was paying myself first. I've heard this concept from a couple different people, but I think it's really important to pay yourself first. So for me, one thing I did, as you guys know, I work at the spa and really guys, I don't do it for the money. I do it for the membership at Lifetime. I love working out at Lifetime. Um, and so I love getting a free gym membership. And I do that by working at the spa a handful of times a month. And so because I work so little there, I mean, I don't want to say so little, I definitely put in my time, but it's also not that much. It's nowhere near like full-time job, obviously, the handful of times a month. Um, so since I work that little, I really do not make much money there. Like I'm not in it for the money. That being said though, I decided to just put all my paychecks into my savings. I don't even touch them because I really don't touch my savings. Like unless God forbid something happens and I need it. Um, so I just directed all of my money towards there, like all my paychecks, I put them towards there. And I think that really, really helped build my savings because I was paying myself first. I was like, this is fun money. This is extra money. I don't really need this money. So why not just put it directly into my savings account? And then actually very recently, 
for my job, I decided to put a percentage to go directly into savings because you know how you can do that. I hadn't done that because I was a little nervous, even though my savings account is pretty accessible to me. You know, God forbid, if maybe I didn't do my math right and I need some of that for some of my bills, like I can pretty easily get it. But I was like, I'm going to pay myself first here too. So now I have my lifetime checks and then the first like X percentage of my full-time paycheck going directly to savings because again, I don't touch it. I don't touch my savings and I love that. So pay yourself first, put aside a certain percentage of your paycheck to go straight into your savings or straight into your retirement. That was another thing I did, especially when I got my new job and my raise is I increased how much I put into retirement because at ASU when I was there, you know, a certain percentage automatically got put in. And because I wasn't making as much money and like money was a lot tighter. And honestly, I just was not as smart with money. I was like, Ooh, I'm scared to put in more. So when I switched jobs and I knew my expenses would go down by working from home as well as getting a raise, I was like, no, 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 I need to plan better for my future. And so I made sure to increase the amount that goes into my retirement. And now I'm also putting a percentage that goes straight into my savings. And I'm really proud of myself because it may sound fucking silly and it may sound very simple. Like, well, no fit, Erica, why wouldn't you do that? But it's when you have grown up with a scarcity mindset around money, that can be really fucking scary to do, you know, even if it is relatively easily success or accessible, right? So it's important. And so my first tip is pay yourself, well, second tip, I guess, pay yourself first, okay? My second one is be mindful with your finances, be mindful with your purchases and do your best to take the emotions out of it. And I know that can be hard. Like how many times we have a shit day and we're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go buy myself a new pair of shoes or purse or whatever, you know? I know a lot of people who, you know, joke all the time about like retail therapy. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying never buy yourself things, okay? I'm not saying that at all. But especially if you have a financial goal that you are trying to hit, be intentional with your purchases and think, you know, am I truly making this purchase because it's something I really, really want or really desire? And it's really important to me or am I making this purchase because you know what? I just had a shit day and it'll give me, you know, a five minute boost of serotonin. Like what is it or dopamine or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Whatever the chemical is, what is it? Take the mind or take the emotions out of your purchases and really try to be very intentional. I think it's very, very important in all areas of life. I talk about being intentional all the time, being mindful, being intentional. But with money, it's really, really important. And again, I'm not saying to never make like an impulse buy, but if you're doing it all the time, that's a problem. I mean, to be honest, my purchasing of a new laptop that will be here hopefully in two weeks, it wasn't an impulse buy, but it was in a moment of like, I am so fucking done with this computer. I need a new one. It's time, you know? And I had known that this was going to happen in the next like handful of months. But I was kind of put in a situation where honestly, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to record this podcast today. Like that's where it had gotten. And I was so frustrated. But I was like, fuck it. You know what? I have the money. Here we go. Boom. Done. That I think is a little bit different because it's like a one-time thing. Not a every time I get a paycheck, I go straight to my favorite clothing store or straight to my favorite restaurant or whatever. So just be really mindful. And again, I I don't say this in a way 
that saying you can't spend money on yourself. I think it's actually incredibly important to have a little bit of money set aside to spend. Show the universe that you can spend money and that it will come back to you. But again, it's just the intentionality behind it. And this goes into the next thing is it's so important to have a relationship with money. Money is energy. Money is just a tool. And I think it's really, really incredibly important to have a relationship with money because I think one of, or honestly not one of, but the main reason I got into the situation I was in was because I was so scared of money. I just didn't want to deal with it. I didn't have any relationship with money. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't even care. I'm just going to put my head in the sand. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to keep using my credit card because I can. And I just did not think through my purchases. I just was like, it's fine. It's what everyone does, right? Like, we're good. That's normal. Well, I don't want to be normal. I'm not fucking normal. And I take that as a compliment. So I think it's really important to establish a relationship with money. And so one way I do that, and this is my next tip, is have money dates with yourself. And you're probably like, Erica, what the fuck are you talking about? So depending on your goals, that can be looking at your budget every week or every month. That can be looking at your accounts. So one thing I do is usually it's on a Sunday, but over the weekend, every week, I go and I look at what I've spent. So something I've done that Kyle kind of taught me, and it may sound silly, they're like, wait, what? Kyle taught you this? But in my mind, I had always used a debit card for like everything. And he was like, Erica, that is not secure. Like you need to use a credit card. But I was so scared of credit card debt that I didn't want to use my credit card. But once I like paid it off, I decided, you know what, a way that I'm going to make this happen and be more intentional is by every week having a money date with myself and sitting down and basically paying my credit card like a debit card and like every week being like, okay, this is what I spent. Here you go. Like whether it was groceries, whether it was gas, whether it was coffee, like whatever. And I think doing that weekly, but then also, you know, maybe quarterly looking at like your overall finances on a much bigger scale or monthly, you know, depending on which goals are and figuring out like, what's my retirement? What are my investments? Like, do I need to up something? Do I need to increase my savings? Like, am I spending a ton of money on one thing that maybe I don't need to do? And I think it's just really important. And that helps you have a relationship with money as well, because you're just showing that you care and you're showing that this is important to me by putting time, energy, and effort into it. So those are my tips. First one is to change your money story. Can you take time to change those limiting beliefs? And it will, it usually takes time to actually change it. But when you notice it, when you notice that limiting belief sneak in, those little buggers, what can you do to replace it? And I think it's really awesome to even just like in the moment to stop yourself when you notice, oh, what am I saying? What am I saying about myself? What am I thinking about myself? To just stop, take a moment and be like, what is the new story? What do I actually want to believe? Even if maybe right now it doesn't feel real. What do I actually want to believe and like think and dig deep? You know, because I still have those moments where I'm like, mm. like, actually, I'll just share this. Um, <laughs> I was really in my head about buying my laptop. Like I was so upset all day because I really wanted to save up more before purchasing it, but I kind of felt like I was in a bind and like I had to, and I was just like really upset because I like had to die, dig into my savings a bit. And I was like really upset. I'm like, God damn it. I don't want to spend this money right now. But I kind of was in a position where I'm like, Erica, you kind of have to, but that's why you set yourself up in a way where like you have the capability to spend the money 
when you have to spend the money, just like when you have like unexpected car repairs. But I got so triggered and I was telling my therapist, I was like, I was so proud of myself that I finally had paid everyone back for everything. And I was finally like, didn't have this cloud of debt over my head. And then I had to pull into my savings for something that I wanted to wait a couple more months to buy, but I was in a position where I really couldn't. And that was so fucking aggravating. But then I realized, Erica, this is your old money story sneaking in. This was me telling myself that I wasn't going to be able to make it back, which I know is dumb as fuck. I mean, I've told you guys the story a million times on the podcast now, but I literally signed up for a manifestation course, put it on my card, paid in full, and within a month, fucking manifested the money back. Like I said earlier, my intention for this lunar cycle was all about money and financial comfort. And then I hit this huge goal right after the full moon. That is not lost on me. That's powerful. Okay. So the first thing is change your money story. Say money affirmations. Pay yourself first. Be mindful and intentional with your purchases. Have money dates with yourself and really start to have a relationship with money. I know that this topic can be really hard for people. I get it. And if you're looking for a really good course based on money specifically, I really like um, Chani Thompson's course, Money Magic. She's the person who does moon magic, which is where I learned all my moon stuff. I have a whole episode on it. Like, go take a listen. But her money course is really good. It teaches a lot of these principles. But I think it's just really, really important, guys, to look at the energetics behind money because I really think the energy behind money is actually what makes or breaks your financial situation. I would put, I would put money on it. (laughs) I would put money on it. Okay. So if you're someone where this is like an icky topic, maybe take some time, sit down with yourself, write down, like, why do I feel this way? What's coming up for me? Oh, this triggered, like this was triggered when Erica spoke or this thought popped up when she said this, like, where, where in your life are you seeing these triggers pop up and why, and how can we change it? So if you guys want, more information on this topic or maybe like a workbook or something please let me know or a meditation a mind like a mindset or a meditation please let me know i would love to do that for you but now i think it's time to pull a chakra card so i'm going to do it live like i did last time Oop, don't mind me making all these noises so i loved that last time i pulled the card live i thought it was a lot of fun to see you know what we have so let's see what the universe wants us to know today I would laugh so hard if we could be related to money that'd be hilarious but oh one kind of just popped out let's see oh the soul healing card let me just get the little booklet because I want to make sure that I'm not forgetting anything and this is related to the soul star chakra where's my little booklet I might not have it with oh there's I might not have it uh the soul star chakra is let me figure out which crystal it is because this one I don't work with as much guys I'm just being transparent it's the one that is above the crown chakra okay so the soul star chakra oh yes a clear quartz crystal which I have right here if you're on the YouTube this is my clear quartz crystal well one of them I have a couple of them and actually this is one Kyle's dad gave me they're so cute they go and find me crystals in the forest it's like the cutest shit ever um, but here's the soul star, uh, soul healing card. If you're watching on YouTube and guys for a little YouTube update, I am doing my best to get the videos up 
One of the reasons I'm getting a new computer is because it just works so dang slow. So that is honestly why I'm not up to date yet. Like it has, I've tried uploading the video I need to upload next, I would say five times and it has failed every time. And it's the most frustrating thing. So my goal is to work on that this weekend. And hopefully once I get my new laptop, I will be able to work much faster. We went balls out. I got a really cool one coming in, but anyway, back to the soul healing, um, card. This is one of my favorite cards, honestly, guys. So let me, let's read this to you and then dissect it. Shall we? So you have called upon this card today as deep soul healing is at hand. Your soul is the all powerful conscious aspect of your being and is currently undergoing a healing process. This awakening sometimes stir things up in your life as it creates and change or sorry, as it creates the change required to expand to a higher state of awareness. You are undergoing a rite of passage where the things that are not working in your life are being reviewed. Know that this time, or know that this chaos is a positive thing. It is what is required at this time. There is a divine order to this chaos, and you are being asked to trust, listen, and action the loving guidance from your soul. Your soul holds the medicine for you to heal and knows that you what's best for you. It's time for deep cleansing, and you are encouraged to let go of the old as you make way for the new. Soul healing allows for healing on all levels of your being, emotional, physical, spiritual, and mental. A complete cleansing on all levels, aspects, and states of being. Be very gentle and kind with yourself. Lots of love and care. This is a powerful and important time for you. Be sure to nurture yourself through this process. Listen to the messages your body and soul are offering you and follow through on this guidance. Amazing awakening is happening for you right now, and soon you will reap the rewards. Know that you are, or well, know that the process you are currently undergoing is a powerful injection of positive light from the soul as you deeply heal. So an affirmation is, I'm open to receive deep soul healing now and embrace the support, the support, pure love to guide my healing journey. Sorry, guys. It's been a long week. Apparently, I cannot read. So um, my bad. I'm sorry. But this soul healing. So how I look at this card is maybe we're going through something right now. I feel like as a collective, we have been going through this time of awakening. A lot of people are waking up and they're at different phases and different levels and different stages of their awakening. So I would take the time to think, have I had some difficulties lately? Have I been challenged? Maybe like we've been talking about finances, maybe your money story is being challenged. Maybe you need to look at your life. Maybe you need to look at a certain area. This is your reminder that those challenges do serve you. As you guys know, as my first episode of the podcast ever said, life does not happen to you. It happens for you. So be gentle with yourself during this time. Your soul is healing. Your soul is going through the process of taking these difficult times, taking these moments, taking these lessons, and really using it as a time of soul and spiritual cleansing and allowing yourself to become anew on the other side. So if maybe you're feeling really in the in the thick of it, and you're like, God damn, this is stressful. Remember that there is always purpose, or there can be if you choose to make one. You can always find purpose behind those struggles and behind those um, obstacles that maybe you're facing or those challenges. So just know that if life seems to just be throwing shit at you, use it as a period of growth. Use it as a way to be like, wow, I'm fucking strong. I am resilient. I have got this shit. Just keep going. 
and be gentle with yourself because you know honestly life is hard life or life can be hard we have our challenges we have our things and it doesn't do you any good to beat yourself up in the process and like with money specifically talking about you know this podcast this theme today of money beating yourself up over what you've done in the past or what your money story has been or what your financial state is in is that really going to allow you to change it no and i really do feel like it is so healing for your soul to create a healthy money story okay a healthy financial story a healthy financial mindset so if this is something that you've been struggling with just know that healing is at present i love the clear quartz crystal take some time to meditate with it if you are able and spend some time in nature i really think nature is the most grounding and healing thing that we can go put ourselves in like the best situation such a healing modality so i hope this helps i hope this makes sense and i really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen thank you so much for your constant support it really does mean the world to me and i cannot wait to just keep expanding just guys buckle up i cannot wait for the new version of the podcast and youtube that are coming it's going to be epic it's going to be epic so if there's like certain content maybe on youtube if you're a big youtube person if there's certain things you're like i would love to see you cover this or i'd love to see a video on this like i want to make more vlogs so especially for things i do like making my bulletproof latte making this making that i want to be able to share that with you because i know it can be so helpful on our healing journey and i also might bring back chakra card readings a little more consistently so Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope this has served you. If you have feedback, if you have something that has worked for you that you want to share with the community, you know, send it in. I will share it with the pod. I love hearing your guys' feedback. Maybe share something you're grateful for, something you're currently loving. If one of the chakra readings really like hit home to you, if, if it was an aha moment, let me know. It would mean the world to me. So thank you guys so, so, so much. I love you all so much. You guys are the best. This Get Empowered community is incredible. You guys mean the world to me. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And do not forget to stay empowered. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.